Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Everybody, welcome to episode number 246 of Hobby Addicts. We're really getting up there in the numbers here. I am your host, Mitsugi, and I'm joined by two hosts. We have the wonderful Mason. Mason, how are you? I am doing pretty good. Just watched the new trailer for Godzilla versus what, King Kong and. Uh, you know, I'm not really into the Godzilla lore, but as of late, those movies have been killing it. So,、uh, excited to see that in a couple months. All right. Yeah, I'm, I've watched most of the Godzilla movies, so I'm definitely、um, excited to see anything else that they put out. And welcoming to Hobby Addicts, I think for the first time, we have Caroline. Caroline, how are you doing? Hello, hello. I'm doing quite well. Actually, I think I was here、um, over last spring, just once. <laughs> Okay, I couldn't remember if you were on for Hobby Addicts or not, but we're glad to have you in any event. so. Thank you. And,、uh, okay, well, let's see. On this episode today, guys, and thank you all for listening and, and contributing to the podcast, of course. I appreciate you guys all very much. We have some interesting stuff. So, Mason was asking me if I was ever going to watch that Sweet Homes show on Netflix,、um, which is a, horror, a Korean horror TV show. And I watched about seven of the ten episodes this last week. So, I have certainly a lot to talk about there. Caroline's going to discuss Phineas and Ferb. Is that a, <laughs> is that a TV show? Yes, it's a Disney TV show. I have,、um, well, I've been in quarantine for the past 10 days.、Uh, so I have basically just gone back into my childhood, and that's what I've been watching. So glad to talk about hey, it. You know what? Whatever makes you feel good. That's what I say, right? So go、mm-hmm. for it. And Mason, how, ta- how to with John Wilson? And also, Lupin. What are these? Are、yep. these, are these? You never know with Mason. Are these books? Are these TV shows? These are both television shows on two different streaming platforms, and we'll see if we have time for both of them. All right. Well, why don't we let Caroline go first? Because, you know, she's, she's like not really a guest, but the, but the new face in the crowd. So, why don't we have, why don't we,、uh, let, let's give Caroline the courtesy. How about that? Tell us about Phineas. Yeah. Oh, my、Fur. gosh. What an honor. <laughs> Yeah, so、um, I take it that you, Mitsugi, have never seen Phineas and Ferb, right?、Um, well, I'm not, I haven't really been watching. You said it was Disney, right? Yeah, it, this was a Disney show that was probably back in like the late 2000s, early 2010s, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not really that, all that tuned in on,、uh, on Disney, so, you know,、yeah. although I am going to look it up here and see if I recognize some, some of the images from it. Right. And Mason, have you seen it? I have never seen it. This was like just at the tail end of like my youth, I guess. Like it was just outside my strike zone. I,、uh, right. I've been called one of the characters from this show before, but、What? I've actually never seen it. Are you, are, are you, do you remember which character? I do not. Oh, no.、Uh, okay. Okay. What? Well, which one? I'm wondering, maybe、uh, Caroline, you can tell us which one Mason is then. Because I'm kind of wondering. Oh, I、right、have、now. no idea what they could be referring to. <laughs> no I'm sure it was just an insult, but I, I took it as a compliment. So, 
<laughs> Could it be Jeremy, the blonde haired guy in the show? I, I have I no know. idea, but I'm very invested in this uh, discussion. Okay, so <laughs> I'm really dating myself here, being the only person that's actually really seen the show. But yeah, it was it's a pretty good uh, Disney show, probably one of the better ones that they've had in the last decade. Um, amazing songs, like this is a this is a cartoon. It's very formulaic. Um, same things happen in every single episode, but that's what makes it so darn funny. And uh, they play with the formula a lot. And so there I was just sitting in my room, uh, my parents afraid to touch me (laughs) because I got uh, exposed to coronavirus and I was sick for a while. So I was just thinking to myself, what do I want to watch? And this is this was this is what came to mind. And so I uh, uh, started rewatching a lot of the episodes. I think I'm like 20 episodes in. Um, And honestly, it's it's a diamond in the rough. A lot of memes have come from this show. And honestly, this there's like a song almost every episode at least. And they're just so good for making so many songs and so many episodes. You know, is it are you are you watching this on like Disney Plus? Is it called Disney Plus? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um. So, I, I mean, I don't know how much there is to talk about, considering you guys have never really seen it. But basically, it's a show about um, two guys, the two boys, in uh, a summer vacation, and they want to find something to do every single day. And usually, it is some sort of um, amazing contraption that they build. And it's kind of um, fantastical, too, because they do these things that nobody could ever do. And um, then they have their sister who's trying to get them in trouble every single day for doing these things. But for uh, for one reason or another, every single time she tries to show her mom what's going on, it magic, not magically, but it, it disappears. And then there's a side story with um, a plat, their pet platypus, who's secretly a secret agent and defeating uh, Dr. Doofenshmirtz, which is like that's a name. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but he's just so funny because he has the most tragic backstory of all, and it just builds with every single episode almost. Um, like he was uh, raised by ocelots, and his, both of his parents did not show up to his birth, and he was grew up as a, he, he was a lawn gnome for a while, <laughs> pretending to be a lawn gnome. Um, as cra- it's, it's a silly show. I don't know if you got into that, but is the uh, yeah is the sister the one that looks like a Girl Scout? No, that's their friend. Oh, um, okay. Like they, they, like there's like this fire. It's called like fire, fireside girls. I think they're called. Yeah, and um, they help them with their contraptions and stuff. Candace is their sister, who is oh. the orange-haired one. I gotcha. So are they like Dexter's lab? Almost like they're making like devices that no human could make, and out of like, yeah, out of like, like it's like where's the funding coming from? <laughs> Yeah, there's that. Well, they also get a lot. They do go through the process of getting building permits quite a bit. Um, And then then comes in another formulaic joke. He's like, aren't you a little young to be doing this? And they say, well, yes, yes, we are. (laughs) That's that's kind of a formulaic joke that they put in almost in every single episode. A lot of others, too. You've never seen this, Mason? There you have it. I feel like Mason's the one that would that, that, that would have seen this, but. No, I haven't. So you said this is all over one summer vacation? 
It's supposedly, yes, but I was going to ask because I looked more up episodes that there's 130 <laughs> episodes, and I'm like, what school are these people not going to where... There's 104 days of summer vacation. That's how their theme song goes. But yeah, there is uh, oh plenty gosh. more episodes than 104 days are worth. So, yeah. Wow. It's been there running go. for... It, it, it's got three prime, t- prime time Emmys. It's, been, it's got 130 episodes and, has been, and ran for <laughs> eight years. Good lord. Yeah. That's pretty... I mean, that's a good resume, I would say. But does it do the most important thing that any Disney show needs to do? Which uh, is make one of those eye catches where the characters are in the corner with the glow stick drawing the Mickey Mouse ears? Do they do that? I would not be... I would not be... I feel like they probably have, but it's been so long since I've seen it that I, I can't remember. Do they keep that in, like, the Disney Plus subscription? Because I feel like that's a vital part of the watching experience. They do, in fact, not keep oh, that in. Oh my goodness! Well, that's why I don't. That's why I don't pay for that service. That's that's the one thing they would need to do to draw me in. Yeah, I mean, I have hardly used it. This is probably the most I've used my Disney Plus subscription is to watch Phineas and Ferb. But you've watched the entire series before, or enough of it, and now you're starting from the beginning. I have not seen the entire series. I have started to rewatch it like four years ago or something like that. Um, on Netflix, and I think I got partway through, and I kind of stopped. And well, I've seen quite a few of the episodes on Disney Channel, but not, not you know, of course, not all of them because there's just so many. No, I get you. I you know? get you. I don't know. It's like I, I've watched every episode of the Boondocks like 33 times. So <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes where it's are the so- Boondocks? What's that? <laughs> what is it? The there's a there's a divide in this age gap here. That, yeah. uh, <laughs> well, I mean, sort of. I mean, the boon the boondocks is a like, it's a. It sounds familiar, but I have I no des- idea what it is. How do I describe it? It's like I it's guarantee like, you that you've seen clips or gifs of it at it, least. It, it, it's it, it's a comedy show that is very much aimed at adults because it's extremely like vulgar at uh, times, but it's like um, it was on. I guess it was on like Adult Swim for for yep. years. And that's how I saw it. And it's like, it centers like around like black culture mostly. I think it's, and, and uh, it has like the, the guy, the, the, the dad from, uh, from Friday is in, is like one of the voices. They have Samuel Jackson's one of the voices. Um, they, and they, and it's just like, it's just like a different kind of humor, I guess. I don't, I don't really, I'm not really sure how to describe it exactly, but it ran for like a few years and had like two really, really great seasons. And then it had a couple seasons that were kind of crappy, but I don't know. It's like one of those things where it's like, I, I thought the show was so hilarious that when a show just, just hits you, like you can't watch it enough. It's like, I could never watch enough Seinfeld. I can never watch enough boondocks and maybe Caroline just can't get enough Phineas and Ferb. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, like the, the creator, I think worked on family guy or something like that. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Like he wanted, he wanted like snappy humor that wasn't crude, and that's that. It's really funny. Like I will, and and I'll show you a couple of the songs from these from this show because it's they're bops. Honestly, <laughs> I'm trying to see. Okay, yeah, the Family Guy creator is not on the list here, but maybe he did work on Family Guy. Uh, Dan has- Pavenmeyer. Well, not the creator, but somebody, some guy that worked on it. Dan Pavenmeyer. Yeah, he worked on like some other stuff that has uh, like Hey Arnold. Everybody, Rocco's Modern Life. I mean, Ren and Stimpy. He's he's been involved in a lot of these. So, so um. Oh yeah, and Family Guy, storyboard supervisor, and worked on that TV show too. So, but the guy's got a great resume. So, wow, 
and nominated nominated for nine primetime Emmys, but Dan Povenmire's never won one. <laughs> That's rough. Oh, <laughs> well, he's very popular on TikTok too. Anyway, so here let another thing to add to his resume. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I watched um, Sweet Home. Uh, Sweet Home. I don't think I'll talk about this quite as much. I don't. I don't know that there's all that much to say. But Sweet Home. I I, I kind of mentioned it before. It's a 2020 Korean horror show, horror, horror fantasy drama that's on Netflix. It just came out. I think it released like literally less than a month ago. I think, and it's about this. Um, I mean, it's about this, really, it's about this kid that, like, gets in a terrible accident with his family, who, he's, like, almost like a shut-in, and he, he, he finally, like, gets out of his home and goes on, like, a family trip with his family, and everybody except him is killed, killed in a, in a car crash, and he's, like, becomes, like, suicidal, and he's just, like, in a really tough way, and he's living in this, like, really run-down apartment building with a ton of other people, and, um, then like and there's all these other random crazy people in the in the in the apartment building that all have like their own distinct personalities but then like they haven't really explained the backstory behind what is happening all that well yet through like honestly almost the entire almost the entirety of the first season but it it starts to play out as like a zombie show where people are getting sick and they're having these nosebleeds where like just insane amounts of blood are coming out of their nose. It's like, it's almost over, it's almost over dramatized where they will bleed so much that my thought is like, I can, like, I don't even want to watch it. It's so much blood. Cause I, I, I don't really like watching my, like I'll, I'll donate blood, but I don't like watching my blood, like splash around in the bag or anything. Like I'm, I'm okay with the needle, but I don't want to watch all the blood splashing around. So there's just, and I'm like, how do these people not bleed to death? Like, you know, like in only a minute or two, cause so much blood coming out of their nose. But, um, but like it's 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 a zombie show, but it isn't. So people are dying and they're turning into monsters, but they're not really turning into zombies. Like, um, there's like a zombie guy that has a really huge head that has like a almost like a tentacle, like like an alien mouth thing from tentacle from from an alien that would like shoot out of his uh, chest, and like the tentacle is like really long. It'll like drink all the blood out of a person. There's like. Um, super fast moving like monster guys that can they're almost like the flash but they're like they're almost like the flash level zombies there's like huge bowling ball size like juggernaut monsters that are just like rip your arms off um there's there's ones that look like a cross between like a necromorph from uh from uh whatever the hell they, from whatever the hell that game is uh, dead space and and, and like and like a liquor from Resident Evil, so it's like all these really super grotesquely like body horror monsters in this show that are all trying to just kill everybody. Um, and then there's like these people living in this apartment building, and they're trying whatever they can to survive. Like at this point, they've barricaded all the all the entrances, but the monsters can like get through the windows upstairs and stuff. So they're, they're not they're not they're not like roaming dumb zombies. They're they're very uh, they're much more powerful, and they're much harder to kill, and they're very agile. Uh, and they they're like going around and collecting all the batteries and all the food and you know they're, it's it's like a survival show at this point and people are just now starting to like leave the apartment building to try to figure out like what the fuck is happening and so they're starting to like get more into that but it's it's pretty violent um, it's definitely rated R <laughs> I would say without a doubt and if you like if you like like Resident Evil type stuff or like survival horror you know there aren't that many horror TV shows. So I don't know. It, it's, it, I mean, it is in Korean, so you have to be okay with like you know hearing a foreign language, you know, and reading subtitles. 
which you know most of our audience should be fine with, I would think. But um, yeah, if you're just if you're just like a starved human for horror content, like be it something that's not just like an old horror slasher film, this is probably a pretty good TV show. It is kind of slow to start, but uh, there's some pretty neat things in it. So if it if that sounds appealing to anybody, so. And this is based on a webtoon, I believe. Oh, is it? Like a, a manhwa, yeah. Yeah, I'm not really sure, but I'll take your word for it. Uh, I have not really seen a lot of Korean stuff. Like, Korean dramas aren't really something I watch a lot, but I have seen Train to Busan, which is also quite good if you like this kind of horror stuff. And, of course, I've seen Parasite, you know. It uh-huh. was so well talked about last year, so... Yeah, well, I think I mean it's it, it's really good. It's not like the best thing that I've seen out of Korea. You know, I to, to me, I still think Old Boy is the best thing I've seen. Like that's come out of Korea. I think that movie is like amazing. But this mo- but this TV show, I mean, like they they have some really cool gadgets and stuff that they've made. Like the the one kid has like he he had like a knife duct taped to like the end of a broom handle, and he was just gonna like walk around those the the, the the kid who I talked about with his family getting killed and he's just gonna like go around and just like stab people I guess um but like that doesn't really work all that well because these monsters are super hard to kill oh and by the way he he is like well I don't want to give too many spoilers but he he like finds this guy in the building that's almost like a tinker and, he, and then the guy has made like a gun out of his crutches he's like in a wheelchair so and so he, he takes the guy's kid the kid's weapon and like electrifies the blade so like when he stabs the monsters with it it like electrocutes them so like they're they're doing everything they can you know to to survive and but uh it's i don't know it's not going that well (laughs) and they're starting to fight amongst themselves a lot so we'll have to see like where it goes but it sounds just as creative as phineas and ferb (laughs) (laughs) yeah really the same wheelhouse (laughs) do you know do you know what it reminded me of it reminded me of if you guys have ever heard if you guys have ever heard this podcast and if you haven't you should it's um magnificently produced and i think it's won awards and stuff it's called we're alive um which is it's almost like watching it's almost like listening to a tv show in audio because the sound production and like the effects and everything is so impressive that it's almost like it's it's as professionally done as any tv show would be but you're but it's it's like almost like listening to an audio book but it's about these people that like get trapped in these this apartment building because of because of a zombie outbreak. It kind of reminds me of that. So if you're a fan of like We're Alive, um, you know that's probably up your alley. We're Alive is almost like an audio version of like Walking Dead or something. So um, even though I think I liked it even a little bit better, but all right, well that's Sweet Home on Netflix. Ten episodes just came out. You know, may not be your cup of tea if you, but uh, if you if you like a good like horror, if you like body horror, like I think you're in. Like if you like the thing, you'll probably like it a lot. But not to suck up all the time, Mason. No, I was just gonna say I like a lot of the Korean horror stuff. Train to Busan, as yeah. Caroline mentioned, but also like uh, I saw The Devil, The Quiet Family. Like I feel like that Korean culture. Of movies really captures just an uneasy feeling and violent brutality that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, I, I I feel like Korea does horror much better than Japan does, and that's just my opinion. But from what I've seen, I enjoy the Korean horror stuff a little better. But uh, tell us about tell us about what you've been doing, Mason. Yeah, so I'll start off with Lupin because that's the more newness. It's the hot thing these days. But this just dropped 
this month on Netflix, they put out part one of what is going to be a two-part series. So a total of 10 episodes eventually, but as of right now, only five episodes are out. Each are about 40 minutes long. And it's Lupin, so every anime fan in existence says, oh, I know Lupin the Third. Is this based on that anime, that manga, that thing? And no, not quite. So this is based on what Lupin the Third is based on, which is the, the 1905 Arsenio Lupin, which is the fictional gentleman thief of French origin, which came out a long, long time ago. And this is kind of a, not a modern take on it, but someone in our real world who's inspired by those books to, uh, let's say, commit some of the same crimes in a quest of vengeance and, you know, what is a good thing, even if he's doing perhaps unethical things to achieve it. But it's a crime thriller show. It is in French. There is an English dub, which I have honestly not even given a chance because i heard it wasn't that great so um once again as mitz mentioned you know if you're down for subtitles probably worth watching it in that way but if not um there is an english dub if you are so inclined uh this is let me ask you mason is this one of those dubs where like the lip flaps don't match even remotely Probably. Like I said, I was I didn't even <laughs> give it a shot because I'm like, yeah. it's only five episodes. If I watch one of these dubbed, which is not the end of the world, and I could always switch it back. And I'm like, I don't want to miss out on the show. I don't know. I probably should have tried it out for the sake of this little <laughs> topic. But it same with like Money Heist, another which I think is the only other like top 10 Netflix show in the US that actually got there that's like from a foreign language based but i remember trying to watch that one dubbed and it was atrocious and i i think i just kind of gave up on dubs of live action stuff because it's just a little bit harder it's a bit more oh, of a, seen, a jump yeah I, I was actually over at my sister's house like last year and she was like you got to see this show money heist it's so cool and yeah. of course being the only weeb in the family i'm thinking like okay mm. so we're gonna watch subtitles right and um so they were like <laughs> No. Why would you want to watch subtitles when you can watch it with the English language? And I'm like, oh, God, God, this is not going to be good. Honestly, I didn't think it was that bad. Um, But knowing me, I probably would have preferred subtitles. I didn't even watch the entire show. I just watched like an episode or two. But they were loving the dub. So I'm like, oh, good. (laughs) Maybe it's just my my persnicketiness. I feel like the original language, though, kind of adds a flavor to the setting or the like the culturalism to it. Like it's a French show probably set in France, perhaps. Yep. I mean, the first episode is a heist on the Louvre. I mean, put it in, you expect it. It makes more sense in French, you know, I mean, I don't Mm -hmm. know. That's just just me, but yeah, especially for a series that is so like rooted in this, like French, both aesthetic of setting and aesthetic as in, you know, this great fictional icon that they're paying homage to. And everyone in the show recognizes and loves like, it's definitely a love letter to Maurice LeBlanc's character from back in the day. So it's cool for all that. And I wouldn't lie. I think this kind of might have inspired me to go read one of those old things because I, I like the anime. I like the manga. Oh, yeah. And this show was fine overall. Like, it's a nice, easy, you throw it on and you just kind of watch it happen. It's a, it's just a high show and you can enjoy it. 
And it's definitely modern. You got your drones, you got your hacking. They have like the disguises where they peel off the faces. Like all oh. that is fine and believable. <laughs> oh, they but do the that thing that really time. broke all my immersion and makes this the worst show of all time oh, is that there's a scene where our our main character, Asan, is playing a video game with his with his son. So you got two people on the couch, both have a PlayStation controller in their hand playing the game. And you know what they're playing? You know what they're playing? Horizon Zero Dawn. It's not even a multiplayer game. <laughs> Fake gamers. Come on. You get had the, one job. Get the Could fuck just out been Mario Kart. Should have exactly. just picked Mario Kart. <sighs> Mario Kart Man. is so good. But if you can get past that, um, the actual show, what it's about <laughs> is uh, Asan, a the person who's inspired by Arsene the Lupin, the, the thief, He his father gets framed for a crime that we believe he did not commit. And, of course, Asane goes around committing crimes to steal jewelry and get information and capture people. I think that's called a kidnapping. And <laughs> just get information and team up with people and take down the big the big bourgeois elites and stick them up and make a, make a stand for the, the common folk. And really, it's a high show, and that's what you're here for. It's got a nice undercurrent of him being... Um, just kind of out of society. He's not the same ethnicity as a lot of people. He comes from Senegal, and that's kind of breeds into his uh, revolt against the man who kind of looks down on him. And it's kind of probably a good message for marginalized groups in the society that's a little too whitewashed in this thing, but it helps really make him stand out and capture that essence of being kind of outside the fringes of what's called nice society so it's it's a pretty good show it's an easy watch i wouldn't be like rushing to recommend it and i watched it with my family and they're like yeah we could watch another episode or not like it wasn't so compelling but it wasn't bad and i'll probably watch some more episodes when they drop in the future whenever that is so light recommendation but it's lupon and if you like heist check it out yeah i mean i I'm usually really willing. I'm especially willing to watch things dubbed when when I'm watching them like in bed at night because I don't want to have to read a lot when I'm going to sleep. If that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I can't do the lip flap thing. It doesn't work for me. <laughs> but I do love Lupin, and I love that they have the the tech, like the face disguise thing because you know they always do that in Lupin too, and it's it's so honestly I usually. Th- I'm really bothered by it because it's so comical and over the top and like Scooby Doo esque. But I think they do it pretty well in this series. All right. Well, that's pretty much a full show here. You know, I think we're going to have to iron out maybe a couple of technical problems before we get to the main podcast. So I'm pretty satisfied to wrap it up here. Does anybody have anything else they want to add before we close out? Uh, I'm good. No. What, what's the best show of these three? As all of us have not seen each other's, what, what show do we think is the best one? <laughs> And why is it Phineas and Ferb? I mean, yeah, I was going to say based on the based on the credentials, I'd say Phineas and Ferb probably is the best of the three. Yes, but like Sweet Home is not exactly. It's not going to win any awards. <laughs> that's for sure. I mean, it, 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 I guess it could win an award for like special effects, maybe. But other than that, I don't think it's going to. No one's going to be talking about Sweet Home here in a couple couple months, probably. But all right, well, let's wrap it up. Again, guys, thank you for listening. Another great Hobby Addicts. Welcome, Caroline, to Hobby Addicts. So good to have you, too. 
and uh, everybody listening at home, you know, we're always happy to have all of you listening. So we hope you keep enjoying these. And we'll see you next time on Hobby Addicts. Until then, keep enjoying those hobbies. We'll see you next time. Bye. Have a good one. Bye.